Welcome back to Blue Skies and Green Pastures. I'm your host, Paula Adams. Thanks for listening today. Today's topic is going to be about loving nature. And I want to talk about this subject because I feel and I see that nature is going to be in the news a lot in the coming months. And why is that? Because of climate activism. And what is climate activism? Well, it's what you've been learning. If you're, if you're in school, it's something that you've been learning about for years. If you're an older person, then you might know it as global warming or environmentalism. But basically, climate activism is the political movement that claims to be based on science that predicts that if we don't uh, make some changes, that the earth is going to heat up and uh, the, I guess the atmosphere is going to heat up and it's going to heat up the oceans and it's going to melt the ice caps and all these, we're going to have storms and floods and all kinds of terrible things are going to happen if humans don't do something about the um, amount of greenhouse gases and fossil fuels being used and emissions and all that kind of stuff. Okay, that's my definition of climate activism. And they, you know, of course they claim to have science to back it all up. Well, what does that have to do with loving nature? Well, the the ads and the videos and the new news programs and basically all the media that you're going to see is going to have pictures of mountains and it's going to have pictures of, you know, running mountain streams and and then it's going to show pollution and all that. And it's going to have scary, you know, scary warnings and predictions of all these things that are going to happen to the world. And if you're like most normal people, you don't want those things to happen because you like nature, right? You like uh, trees and flowers and the sunshine and you don't want to die in a flood or and all that. So nature matters, right? Well, I love nature too. I love birds and animals and, you know, uh, I love going for runs in, in the woods or in the mountains. I love hiking. I love bird watching. I have lots of bird feeders on my in my property and boy those birds can eat I've been feeding filling up the feeders you know every day they've been eating so much this uh, winter and then you know I look forward to the hummingbirds coming again and I wouldn't want anything to happen to you know disrupt their migration patterns but the thing is as much as I love nature and I love I I'm very interested in science as well 
And I do believe that humans have a responsibility to take good care of the earth as stewards of the earth that God created. But I, I do not feel a sense of fear over impending um, doom that is being put out by these so-called scientists and I, I just wish people would do a little bit more research and find out, dig down and ask yourself, where, where are they getting these predictions? And you will find that once you start looking into the data, it's pretty flimsy. And it really does not hold up under scrutiny. But that's not what this blog is about or this uh, podcast I just want to talk about people who love nature in the wrong way. And that is when they say things like Mother Nature, Mother Earth, or they literally believe that they are one with nature, that they are part of nature, or they believe that God is nature. So they change God into nature instead of the all-powerful creator of nature. And that is the, the difference there. The Bible tells us that it is a sin to make an idol out of anything, including nature. And idolatry means that you put something above God himself. So when I hear people speaking in reverent tones about nature, um, it, it just it really bothers me. These people don't seem to understand that nature, the earth, the world, the sun, the stars, the sky, the moon, the rain, the rainbows, was all created by God. It was not self-created or it was not um, created by chance and it was not created by Gaia or Mother Earth. In other words, the Earth is not alive. It, it, it may be a, you know, living organism in some way and biologically but it does not have a spirit. It does not communicate with us the way that God does. So we cannot worship the trees and the earth and we cannot um, commune with them because they are not going to be able to communicate back to us. We can enjoy them and, we, and there is nothing wrong with that. We can really enjoy them. We can just like have a hobby of enjoying nature but the point is that we have to realize that we have to give God the glory for all those beautiful things that he has made so as far as climate activism there's there's nothing wrong and with making renewable energy sources more affordable or driving an electric car, or using energy-efficient appliances, getting solar panels, 
or any of those other things. But there is something wrong with thinking that humans are in control of the fate of the world and the earth. We have to remember that God alone is sovereign and the world is not going to end until God says that it will. Okay, after we take a quick break for our sponsor, I'm going to come back and tell you what some of the actual motivations are behind the green agenda and what can we do as individuals to love nature without being taken in by the false religion of nature worship. So what are the important things to know about the green agenda? One thing to know is that there are certain people who believe that there are too many people in the in the earth and that they and they really want to limit how many people there are. They are a very large part of the green movement or the environmental movement. So remember that behind every ad you see for climate change and climate activism and call it whatever you want, there is a eugenic component. And number two, you should know that the majority of climate damage, you know, if it's a real thing, uh, if there is such a thing as human-made climate damage based on their science, uh, the majority of it is done by factories and um, basically creating wealth for rich people. It's not done by individuals like you and me. Like, yes, see, that's that's where the whole uh, people cause climate change idea comes in, is that, yeah, we buy the things that they make, and we eat food, and we... Um, breathe air and we poop and we drink water so yes we're using resources but the fact is there's there's enough of resources to go around if we don't live greedy lives you know there's plenty god made a world that was that will could feed everyone and that you know can provide for enough for everyone. But it's this idea of scarcity that has created the political movement of, called the, the Green Agenda or environmentalism or whatever. And it basically became like a cult of people that really do think that if they don't do something that the world is going to die, everyone's going to die... Well, as Christians, we know that the Bible teaches that, yes, one day the world is going to burn up. And it even talks about floods and earthquakes and famines. And, and it even talks about, uh, epi, you know, plagues and all of that. So we know that those are natural things that are going to happen no matter what we do. And we're not in control of that. God is. The only thing that we, the only part that humans play is by not sinning against God because most of those bad things were punishments by God on people for 
idolatry. And that's what nature worship is, is idolatry. So the green agenda is actually going to hasten God's punishment on us, leading to plagues and famine and pandemics and all that. <laughs> so what should we do? We should turn back to God. We should turn back to worshiping God and not worshiping the earth and not worshiping money and not um, oppressing the poor and all these things that are actually being done in the name of green energy. So there's a good article in Unheard that talks about that. Uh, I can't remember if I mentioned this in the first half of the podcast. Um, anyway, it talks about how the poor people of the earth are going to be the ones who are hurt the most by the green energy transition. And we're going to see wars. I was just reading some articles today about people in poor countries that were rioting because they didn't have enough energy like to heat their homes and other things that they needed to do. And this is all a direct result of the green energy transition. And the thing we have to remember is that rich countries have the money and the resources and the technology that they need to convert, you know, pretty quickly to living without coal and cutting back on fossil fuels and building more uh, solar panels and wind and all that. But the thing is, it's all pie in the sky and it's all based on a computer model that has predicted that we have to do all this within 30 years. It's all based on a computer calculation. So, you know, what could go wrong there? I mean, you know, are computers always right? Uh, well, it depends on what you put in. That's like if you're using a calculator and you're adding up some numbers, but you put in the wrong numbers, you're going to get the wrong answer, right? And it's the same thing with this climate agenda is the people are putting the numbers in where are they getting these numbers i mean most of this stuff is estimated predicted guess guesswork or it's using um, technology that was created by humans i mean do we really believe that we can control the climate it's it's really pretty um, hard to believe and even if you do want to believe that stuff you still need to know that there is major room for error in those in those computer models major room and yet they're willing to disrupt the entire world and let people starve and die of of, of not having enough heat um, it's also going to change agriculture because they're going to like do away with fertilizer and they're going to, they want to change the entire economy. It's not simply, oh, we're just not going to use fossil fuels. It's not simply buying a, an electric car. There is so much to this. It is a mountain. It is a worldwide idea that is just un, in, unfeasible. 
And it's all driven by this one thing, this, this one idea that the world, that humans have to save the world. And that is, that is an unbiblical idea. So while you're being brainwashed, try to shield your mind with, with the idea that God is sovereign over the earth that he made. And he made a good earth. He didn't make an earth that's just going to fall apart because we polluted the air. I think God's earth is a little bit more um, sturdy than that. So, remember that the eugenics movement is behind it. The people who um, are tired of, you know... Basically, they want to retain control over the economy. And for the longest time, they did that with oil. And that is not working so good anymore. And they're trying to create a new economy. And it's going to be based on carbon credits. And it's it's simply a way of controlling the economy, keeping the money in the hands of a few. And people are going to suffer from this greatly so it is not a good thing and the covid pandemic is part of it and it's it's all going to be used as one big control mechanism but in the meantime when you're enjoying nature just remember that god made the world god created the trees the planet the stars the sky the moon and the people. So don't be, don't be um, brainwashed by a very concerted effort to make you think that you are responsible. They're going to use words like that. They're going to say, it's up to you. It's up to you to save the planet. I mean, the dramatic language is laughable if you realize just how what it's based on so flimsy basically non-existent arguments that are carefully crafted to suck in you know well-meaning people who don't realize that what they're doing is saying that they want to save the earth for themselves (laughs) and Anyway, everything you see in the news right now, it's all related to the green energy transition, the, the, the Russia, Ukraine stuff is related to the green energy thing. It's all about the gas line, the gas pipeline, and it's about oil, it's about coal, Everything that you see right now is related to this this energy transition. And people like Biden, they are just puppets in the grand plan of it all that is being orchestrated by the UN. And, you know, people who are supporting this agenda because they they just go along with things without questioning. So... Can I can I stop that? No, but I still I don't want to be uh, caught up in it either.
so I'm not going to be. So I hope that you you also will spread the word and that you will not tell your children that it's up to them to save the planet. Don't be a tool of these people. You know, don't don't go along with this evil agenda. Instead, turn back to God. Pray for these evil people. Pray that God would save them. Pray that their plans would be foiled, you know. Pray for the the people in Africa and other countries that they would stand up against this tyranny that's going to cause people over there to starve and and prevent them from developing. It's all part of eugenics. These people do not want Africa and other developing countries to develop beyond what they want them to do. Basically, they just want their resources. They don't want the people. And if you don't believe this, you should go and watch uh, James Corbett's Oligarchy series. It's very enlightening. So, anyway, I know this was kind of a rambling podcast. Um, I do have a lot of stuff that I've been learning about this green agenda, and I'm still like trying to formulate the words in my mind. I know what I'm thinking, but it's like I can't put it together as well as I would like to. So that's why I focused on the not worshiping nature nature idea. And I hope that you were able to get uh, something out of the rest of it. I don't even know if I'm going to publish this podcast because it's so jumbled up. But anyway, if we all turn, da- turn back to God... Maybe he will have mercy on us and not destroy the earth yet. And our children and our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, will get to enjoy the world that God made for a little bit longer. But if not, I'm just as happy for Jesus to come back today. So, God bless you and... Have a wonderful Valentine's Day.